episode 118 of the All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk about book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. Hey, Hi, you everybody. S- you sound more excited than me, but I'm feeling better than you. You don't know. I, I'm, I'm in you're the not, room with you're you. You're not inside here. Tapping, oh, he said, as he tapped at his head. Yeah. You did tap your head, but could you even hear it over the pounding headache that no. you got going? <laughs> no. No, but that's fine. Yeah. How are you, man? Again, better than you. I'm going to ask more successfully in this episode than uh-huh. I did last time. Uh-huh. See any movies over the weekend? I sure did. Well, what did you see? I saw Justice League. The film? Justice League? Yes. And? The actual league. I, I ran into them at the mall. And also? Uh, with you? No. Oh, Thor? and I saw Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Wow. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Thank you yeah, for feeding I me saw those them, lines. I saw them both, too. Last This weekend? Uh, I saw Justice League this weekend. Oh. I guess I saw Thor like last Thursday. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good weekend for movies, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I would say let's talk about them for a minute. Let's yeah. talk about Thor first. Okay. Have you seen Thor, folks? Because we're about to talk about it. Yeah, we won't spoil it. Okay. Uh, your thoughts? I loved it. I know. Oh, okay. Well, why'd you ask me? My- oh, because our listeners—they oh don't gosh. know. Well, our listeners know. I think yeah. keen observing listeners would know. What do you? Your mic's like attached. <laughs> And you still <laughs> go on, go it, on. It, <laughs> Just talk about Thor before I punch you right I in the face. I loved it. I thought it was funny, but okay. I didn't think the humor underplayed the drama. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. I thought it was a great time. I had a lot of fun. I yeah. enjoyed every instance of the immigrant song. Okay, uh, had a good time seeing the Hulk again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of a comedic side of Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I liked when he uh, he's like, "Oh, you're just using me to get to the Hulk." That's gross. Yeah, that that line cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Uh, I liked uh, some of the cameos. Had a good time. I yeah. thought Kate Blanchett was great. She was very good. She was fantastic. Very good. Uh, I was uh, I was a little sad about the supporting characters of Thor. Yeah, uh, none of them either. They didn't appear or they didn't get a lot of yeah, play time. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, but I did enjoy the movie. I, I loved think... the Thor Loki relationship. Yeah, I thought they did that very well. That was good. I, I would have liked a little bit more Banner Thor. Yeah, stuff. But yeah, you know, um, I think I found Thor himself uh-huh. to be more enjoyable to just be by himself yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And I think that's because he was playing it funny right. as opposed to the other ones where I still love Thor, yeah. but he needs to have like a compelling supporting cast around mm-hmm. him to play on the fish out of water elements and yeah. like make fun of his, like, I don't know, his regality. Uh, so I thought this one did a good one where it's like, no, we're just going to follow Thor from uh, beginning to end. You know, out of the, out of the trilogies, I think I might, side with thor like if i was going to rewatch one of the trilogies iron man mm. captain america or thor i think i might go thor they're all good i know i love them the all. captain america one is a weird one yeah because the first two are very captain america yeah but then the third one is kind of like a mini avengers yeah, movie just, uh, yeah um yeah they're yeah so good. overall i think it was yeah. really good uh justice league yeah. definitely more of a, a mixed bag yeah uh and all i of could the... say justice league is my it, no, hold on you, you keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work this out. Okay, thanks yeah. for interrupting. Uh, definitely more of a mixed bag, but I thought, given like my expectations of it and the uh-huh. amount that I enjoyed it, I was very pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. There's a lot to like in that movie, and some a lot. Of, I do, I do think so. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to like in the movie. I think there are some of cinema's worst moments. I'm looking at you, Ma Kent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything Amy Adams did, terrible. Yeah, if I was Amy Adams, I'd be so yeah. mad. I'd be an yeah. angry actress. Yeah. I'd be like, can you get Isla Fisher to play this this time? Because I don't really feel like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised by Justice League. I enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. Hmm. 
I want to watch it again now knowing what it was because right. I was kind of like fingers crossed the whole time. Like, please don't be terrible. Please don't be right. terrible. So now I want to just like sit back, soak it in and enjoy it. Okay. You so. definitely want to watch Justice League more times than I do. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't watch it again? I mean, I, I probably will. Okay. But I haven't seen Batman v Superman a second time. Well, I haven't seen. That's okay. Although, note, note to listeners, if you're ever going to rewatch Batman v Superman, I do strongly recommend the uh, extended ultimate cut yeah. over the original. They're, they're both terrible. Yeah. But if you're going to watch it, watch the extended yeah. cut because then you'll at least get a plot. And if you are planning to rewatch it, you know, get help. Yeah. Call a friend. Don't. Th- these are things you need to talk about. Don't do it. Don't keep it locked inside. Of the recent, I guess like the last maybe like five years, I uh-huh. think Spider-Man and Justice League have been the ones that I've wanted to like turn around and go back and rewatch which hasn't happened for me five years since 2012 yeah you don't like the avengers i do like the avengers well, but, I, 2012. but i know but i didn't feel like oh i want to see that again oh spider-man we left and i was like when can we see it again same with justice league Weird. and i haven't felt that Ooh. way since superman returns oh. or toby mcguire spider-man one okay uh i saw avengers three times so That's i guess cool. i can't yeah uh i wanted to see Winter, Captain America, Winter Soldier, okay. and X-Men Days of Future Past, like, right after I had seen Oh, them. Days of Future Past. Yeah, yeah. that's up there. And that's up there. The X-Men movies are just so strong. I did see Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron Trice. Okay. All right. Hey, Barnes & Noble did their vinyl days over the weekend, and I picked up a cool uh, picture disc uh, Spider-Man Homecoming soundtrack on vinyl. Nice. Love that soundtrack. It's I also saw stuff. Doctor Strange twice. Okay. So, All right. All right. <laughs> I guess I see. Well, these, yeah. you wouldn't know that from the uh, upfront heavy superhero talk, but we're yeah. going to be talking about the National Book Awards, yeah. folks. So, and you wouldn't tell by the lack of chemistry Nick and I share, but it's going to be a good episode. It probably will be. <laughs> yeah, we're very close. So, to, get okay. over here. Hey, stop it! He's trying to hug me. <laughs> no, Eric, I'm not. come on. No, I'm not. <laughs> come on, buddy. Keep it professional. Okay. Anyway, thank you for the hug. Uh, uh, hey, that you initiated. I thought Justice League was fine. Thank so, you. Uh, I mean, I, don't I, th- have... I feel like I have to reel it back so people don't think I think it was great yeah. or even necessarily good. But I'm, I'm not saying that it's a great movie. I'm right. saying that I personally right. found but a lot in it that excited I do me. want to say that I thought it was fine. Yeah. And I didn't have a terrible time watching it. Yeah. There, you're right. There are things to like in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All unlike... right. Another hug, Eric, please. Get... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> This guy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we were we will be talking about the National Book Award. The Woo! announcements for that just dropped, so yeah. we wanted to uh, weigh in on that. We have yeah. a lot of these in our collection. We will get to that in a minute. We're going to talk a little about uh, some past winners that we've liked, mm-hmm. see if they've uh, had longevity. Because yeah. uh, as we've discussed many times, just because it wins an award doesn't mean people are going to be talking about it That's even true. in a few months, yeah. <laughs> let alone yeah. like 10 years down the road. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a little Remember bit. Remember when I won the uh, Best Friend Award? Last year for 2016? No, I don't remember. Yeah, nobody talks about it now. Huh, but it was weird. a big deal. Yeah. One best friend of 2016 I'm sure at the award. time you probably got a lot of coverage. Yeah. So. yeah, it was a national award, so. Good for you. Yeah. Hey. Good for you. I don't know who nominated you, but good for you. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our bookmarks. How have you been doing, Eric? Re-bookmarks. Have you read a lot lately? Uh, I, I feel like you're... Like you have something planned. Like I'm going to say, well, actually, and I'm like, as I have here, evidence that you haven't read a thing. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Shows of combative nature. <laughs> Go on. Um, no, I'm still reading uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. So. 
Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's good. Actually, for a nonfiction book about a historical subject matter, mm-hmm. it's funny that I, I got to a page and like, and that's when they realized the man who put him up to it was, and I was like, oh, <gasps> like bum, my, bum. my jaw dropped. I'm like, but, but he was helping. <laughs> yeah, well, that book was a major hit. Yeah. I mean, it was on the New York Times bestseller list yeah. forever. Scorsese and DiCaprio about... are circling it like a pair of sharks. Mm, I think you're thinking of the standalone Joker movie. Oh, boy, I hope the not. DiCaprio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. It's just, uh, I mean, it's a depressing subject matter. Yeah. And it's also nonfiction. So sure. as, you know, as entertaining as it is, there are some times I'm like, I gotta put this down. Yeah. Uh, I don't like cruise through it as much as I would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's because, like, you can't really skim something like that or you're gonna yeah. miss very important information. I have been on a, a kind of an off, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been able to, like, settle into things yeah. lately. Well, so I'm a little behind the look times. At you. You're falling but, apart. Well, you're balding. What? Yeah. Look at this. Look at this <laughs> thick hair. Look at that. You can't even get a comb yeah. through this. I, I should say, Nick's You're not actually mind. balding. Nick's Thank not you. balding. Thanks, I'm going to take a picture of you right now. Oh, my gosh. Another hug. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're taking a look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll post oh, this on Twitter. Yeah, this is Just Nick. my hair. This Hold is on. Nick proving. Take a look at that. that you want to see the crown? No male pattern yeah. baldness here. There we go. Okay. Uh, well, for me, uh, I finished a few things. Mm-hmm. I finished the Batgirl Stephanie Brown run, which I loved. Love that era. Did the ending make you cry? No, because it's it's not the end of the whole run. Oh, never mind then. They're, it won't make you cry. <laughs> they're putting it out in like they're taking all the issues and putting them, right. I think, in two big massive yeah. sets. So yeah. I read the first half, mm-hmm. uh, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't read the Batgirl Stephanie Brown stuff and are like a Bat Family fan, pick it up. Yeah. I also read Brian K. Vaughn's Paper Girls Volume Three. Paper Girls. And I really like this series. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I. In hindsight, sort of wish I would have waited till it was all done so I could read them a little bit more quickly. Yeah, because there's only like one book a year. Because yeah, I just sort of like find myself like I sort of get to the end and I'm like, okay, now I know what's yeah, going on. You have to, and remember. then I wait for a full year. Yeah, so that's been good. And then I finished Eileen by Otessa Moshfe. I'm not quite sure. You finished Eileen in time for book club. The book, yeah, sure did. Come on, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I think I mentioned this a little last week, but uh, Book Club is sick of the Joyce Carol Oates books. Right. And this Sorry, could not have been more of a Joyce Carol Oates book. Uh-huh. Had Joyce Carol Oates written it, uh-huh. she probably would have been less of a Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah. You got to get back to giving them so, serial killer books. I know. I know that so. is what they prefer. But actually, this is kind of the end of the era because this is the last mm. in our contemporary classics. We're mm-hmm. switching to more of a patron pick. You know, we draw a book by lottery and yeah. go with that book. So this is the last of this. Yeah. I chose this book initially because it's, well, it's a Christmas setting. So I try to sort of do that at this time of year. But right. it also was a finalist for the Man Booker last year and got a lot of praise. And, um, Eileen. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's, I mean, it's an interesting story. It's about, I don't know, kind of a pathetic girl who gets pulled hmm. into, it gets a little Hitchcocky along the way. Ooh. But it's one of those ones where the characters are just so unflattering Likeable. and oh. unlikable <laughs> that like... Even when it starts to get interesting, it's like you're just you're just not that invested, mm. and so that's what I found the whole way through. And it it is a very satisfying finale. It just wasn't a very pleasant book to read. Mm-hmm. So I think the book club is going to hate it, but I think it will be interesting to talk about. Okay, I read that. I'm currently reading the House of Unexpected Sisters mm. by my old pal Sandy McCall Smith, yeah. and I'm liking it so yeah. far. Nothing's like not, so. there, there's nothing worse than coming home and 
finding that your sisters have showed up House of unexpectedly. unexpected sisters yeah. there they are yeah you didn't have you didn't buy any food no, you, don't have anything. Uh, you don't have any enough bedding no nope. ready now nope i gotta wash some towels yeah got a house of unexpected sisters here yeah. great yeah i hear you pick up a phone i hear you sisters uh in book news Did you ever watch the show sisters i watched uh sister sister okay that's that's similar okay <laughs> Um, well, I've got a, I've got a little bit of a heads up for James Patterson fans. Uh, James Patterson fans, if you were looking forward to the 13-minute murder by Mr. James Patterson, mm-hmm. uh, the publication has been postponed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just never going to come out, which seems to be happening more and more. I mean, it's just so much Patterson output. Yeah. It's like he, he has another... There's going to be a book coming out in January called Gunslinger Girl. It's a young adult book. It looks cool. James yeah. Patterson's Presents. James Patterson Presents. Yeah. So anyway, that one's canceled, so it'll never see the light of day. It'll go in James Patterson's giant filing cabinet with the murder of Stephen King and mm-hmm. other such poorly thought out things. But here are some things that are announced that I believe actually will come out. Okay. Okay. So, Death of an Honest Man. This is by M.C. Beaton. This is... Uh, and that is a rapper... Right. So this is book 33 in her Hamish Macbeth mystery series. Very popular. These are definitely cozy mysteries. Last year, about this time, the book club was reading the Christmas mystery with Hamish Macbeth. Uh, it was not a favorite. Definitely not a favorite of mine. Okay. But M.C. Beaton is a perennial favorite here. So That's who true. knows? Sergeant Hamish Macbeth, Scotland's most quick-witted but unambitious policeman. That's kind of a fun thing. He's kind of like, whatever. You know, he's not like he's he's just sort of has like natural instincts and is kind of good at being a detective, but is not a good like career right. policeman. So, you know, that that mixes it up a little bit. Anyway, he returns at MC Beaton's new mystery in her New York Times bestselling series. And this will be a bestseller. Most definitely. It's going to go right to the top there. Uh, also, uh-huh. from Alex Berenson, we have. John Wells book 12. So this is a long running series. There's been 11 before, mm-hmm. as you might've guessed. Yeah. Uh, all in sort of a CIA spy situation. Uh, the deceivers coming to you. And I should be telling you the dates on these, shouldn't I? These will be coming to you in February of 2018. So you say, but how can I trust you? You're right. Yeah. That James Patterson just pulled it right out. From <laughs> the Russians don't just want to influence American elections. Oh, wow. Timely. Jeez, Patterson. Timely. They want it all. Former CIA agent John Wells confronts a plot of astonishing audacity as New York Times bestselling author Alex Berenson goes beyond today's headlines to tomorrow's all-too-real threats. It was supposed to be a terrorist sting. The guns were supposed to be disabled. Then why was there so much blood? So here's a fun fact and a bit of a scoop for podcast listeners. Yeah, hit me with it. Uh, (laughs) I've been talking with uh, Alex Berenson for the last couple of months trying to find... Uh, time for him to come here to the David A. Howe Public Library. Uh-huh. Uh, he's very interested. <gasps> All signs point to yes. It looks very positive. And he's just a nice guy. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're hoping to set this up for 2018 to have him come out. Well, and he'd be uh, bringing his bears. Do a talk and a book signing. Nice. So if you're an Alex Berenson fan, it's not official yet. Yeah. But fingers crossed, yeah. uh, you'll have your chance to meet him right here in your yeah. own backyard. Also, mm-hmm. The Bad Daughter by Joy Fielding. Mm. What first appears to be a random home Bad invasion. daughters become unexpected sisters. Oh, and then you have a house full of them. What are you going to do? I don't know. Uh, what first ha- appears to be a random home invasion reveals a family's dark secrets in this domestic ticking clock suspense for the New York Times bestselling author of C. Jane Run. I'm not too familiar with her work. 
Mm-mm. I haven't read these, and I never hear much about them. No. So. See Jane. No. See Jane Run. I remember when that came out, but I sort of thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. I know that name. So if you're a fan of Joy Fielding, uh, look no further than February 27th for mm-hmm. the next book from her. And finally, Teen in- Girl Detective C.J. Run. Pretty good. There you go. I like that a yeah. lot. Um, this wins for one of my favorite titles. Ever? Um, yeah, sure. Ever or not? Sure. An uh, Amish courtship on Ice Mountain. Ooh. So you don't know where it's going. Yeah. It starts nice and cozy, yeah. and then it ends like a mid-90s Sylvester yeah. Stallone vehicle. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you're going to stop yeah, you John. Get off the Ice Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that what you think? Uh, Let me use your telephone. Is that what you think, cliffhanger is? You don't have a telephone. You're Amish. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> okay, wait. So, Rocky. It's like a Rocky. Rocky. A Rocky amalgam. In you know, it's cliffhanger a, it's mixed with is yeah. Amish wedding in Cold Mountain. Is that cliffhanger? Vertical limit. Well, I, maybe no, vertical limit is Chris O'Donnell. Cliffhanger is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, with John. Lipton. Did you ever watch the Sylvester Stallone with a trap down in like a like the Holland Tunnel or something, and they have to get out? No, daylight, daylight. Okay, I watched that when it first came out. Uh-huh. It was a little. I was a little like too young for it. Right, captivated. Yeah. It's probably the worst movie in the world, <laughs> but I yeah. loved it at the time. High stakes, yeah. high stakes. Right. But anyway, back to Ice Mountain. Yeah, this is book four in the Ice Mountain mm-hmm. saga. Yeah, so this courtship is moving slowly. Well, it's an ice mountain. You're right. Things move slow in the yeah, cold. You're right. You're right. Molasses, you're right. love. Okay, at age 20, Joel Umble, future Bishop of Ice Mountain. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a title right there, the yeah. Bishop of Ice yeah. Mountain. Ice Mountain needs another is bishop. He's strong, wise, and handsome. No wonder 19-year-old Martha Yoder has always noticed him. Hmm. Still, she dares not trust that dares her dreams not. of him could become a reality. Where Joel is striking, she's plain. Aww. Where he is educated, she's had no time for schooling. Really? Caring for her frail grassmutter. And aging parents has taken all the time she might have spent being courted by boys her own age. Yeah. And then there's a matter of a Judah Umble, Joel's harsh older brother, who's cast his cold eye on pursuing her since she was 16. Yeah. Is, are you reading it via the text or are you just putting your own weird spin on it? No, that's it. Okay. I think they're using like Brutal. German words. Okay. Uh, the only kind of cold Martha is interested in is the exhilarating chill of bathing in the creek in winter. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> it is there that she escapes her cares the show up. <laughs> and where she just may find the answer to her future in yeah. a most unexpected way yeah. and gain faith that together she and Joel will have mm-hmm. a very special place among the Amish of Ice yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Ice, Ice yeah. Mountain. Boy. Sorry. Uh, I had a lot of comments and then I forgot. And that is coming out in large print. Yeah. In uh, January. January, okay. So look out. Look out for Ice Mountain. Yeah. It's coming your way. Yeah. Ice Mountain would be a pretty sweet, like, water park. Yeah. But it'd probably be cold. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't want to have a wedding there, then. (laughs) You definitely don't. You definitely don't. Hey, we didn't bring this up in bookmark. You're right. But I feel like we should. Yeah, me too. Uh, Buy any fun CDs, Nick? This uh this weekend? Did this I? week? Did you buy any uh I don't think so. Great CD no. Hey, did you buy any Madonna CDs? Mm, do you remember so, the movie Dick Tracy? Oh sure, yeah, Dick D- Tracy. Did Warren, you like the Warren soundtrack? Yeah. 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 Did you did you All buy right. the soundtrack All right. of Madonna? Look. <laughs> I found the I'm Breathless Dick Tracy soundtrack by Madonna uh-huh. at a thrift store yeah. and I bought it. Twelve twelve Madonna songs. Twelve Madonna Two songs. of them. Actually, in the movie, maybe three songs from Dick Tracy, including a duet with Warren Beatty. One of the Look songs out. 
is Vogue. One of them is Vogue, so, yeah, which yeah. came off the I'm Breathless album. That was a so. long car ride. It was. It was, but we went the distance. We listened to that whole album. Yeah. That was tough. All right. So thanks for bringing that up. Does I, all the books show I recommend? I don't know why you did. Uh, I guess because Dick Tracy is a page-to-screen adaptation. You, yeah. You clever fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, it tells a story, that CD, that soundtrack. It, it tells sure a story. does. It's like an yeah. audio book yeah. by Madonna. Essentially, essentially. I'm sure she's read an audio book or two. Probably. No, I don't really think that's You don't think so? Probably not. All right. Anyway, uh, thanks for bringing up that dumb thing. (laughs) I didn't have you buy it. (laughs) No, but people didn't need to know that I did buy it. Look, it was a dollar. Get off my back. It was a dollar. Get off my back. Okay. All right. Would you like to tell us on the New York Times bestseller list? Uh, You know, there was a series of, I think, two book sequels to the Dick mm -hmm. Tracy movie by Max uh, Collins. I haven't Uh read them, but they're there. I did want to mention, I feel like you know what Sisters is. I feel like I said... Swoozie Kurtz? Yes. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, Celia Ward. Yeah. I mean, it lasted from 91 to 96. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. You never watched any of it? No, I didn't. It's just me. You watched Sisters? Well, I think my mom watched it, and I was awake. Oh, okay. And I remember, because every episode starts with them in a uh, a steam room oh just talking and i think i always thought they were dead and Ooh. like that was heaven like a weird ghost steam room no i thought they were in heaven I thought they were in heaven taking us taking a steam and no i thought heaven was just people in white towels and it was steamy that's like that's your idyllic no. gosh <laughs> well, 90... i sure wish i was in a white towel surrounded by steam and talking to swoozy kurtz <laughs> in 91 and 92 i was like five and six you are a huge swoozy kurtz fan i can't believe you pronounced it right did you know that me saying swoozy kurtz five times is the most it's been said <laughs> since 1996 that's true <laughs> she's great in liar liar who's she in liar liar she's the she's the uh, defense attorney that goes against jim carrey in the end Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. And she's on the show uh, Man with a Plan with Matt LeBlanc currently. There's a so, show. Oh. I guess I know a lot about Swoozie Kurtz. <laughs> I didn't know that, but now I do. Yeah, I'm barely... Pushing Daisies. Yeah. She's one of the ants. I couldn't tell daisies. you a single plot thread from Sisters, yeah. but you've apparently been following each actress's career I, I guess. since. How's yeah. Sila Ward doing? Uh, pretty good. She was on a CSI New York for a while. Yeah. Recurring role on House. That's true. She pretty had House for stuff. a while. Yeah. Yep. yep. She was great on House. Then they used her too much. Oh yeah. So, oh well. Ex-wife, ex-wife of house. No, she was like a current wife. A, no, she was like, she was like an ex, an ex-girlfriend ah. with some unfinished business. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Have to go to Cold Mountain to look out Ice Mountain. Type, thank you very much. What I say, Cold Mountain. Oh, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's Renee Zellweger based Nicole on Kidman. based on another book. Jula, yeah. Look, you sly fox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, are you going to go see uh, the Mountain Between Us? Are you asking? Yeah, I'd love to go see Mountain no, Between Us. No, not with, with me. You. I'm, I've accepted your you, invitation. You want to go see the sexy survival movie with... Well, when you put it between, like that, it sounds between, weird. Not between us, just you and me. It sounds weird now. I mean, it was weird enough watching The Big Sick together. Hey, you're the that one was, who... That, no, was that was all you. That was all than you, I thought buddy. it was going to be. Okay. Did we talk about that on the show? We watched The Big Sick and it was a romantic comedy. But it's it's a good movie and it's in it our was collection. A good movie. Yep. You should watch it. Yep. So... Ray Romano was great in that. What? What's that? Oh, our what? producer Gary says we should read the New York Times bestseller list. All right, Gary. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I'm in the big sick. <laughs> Ray Romano. <laughs> All right. So Gary's okay with that. Yeah. He said right. to do the Ray Romano yeah, yeah. for a minute there. Big sick. I'm trying to sick. make you feel better. Your chicken soup. Deborah. Oh. Soup. <laughs> My mom lives next door. Oh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, this is my fault. I've derailed it yeah. like a murder on I some know. Oriented Express. Yeah. Oh, you slacker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is for real now. Uh, the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover young adult fiction. Oh, okay. Uh, you okay? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like you just got like sideswiped. No, nope, I love it. Like somebody just came up and punched you in the stomach. I love it. Hey, where'd you get that water? If I look behind me, am I going to find one? No. Darn it. Sorry, You're man. right. Where, where are you keeping these things? I will pull the plug on you if you don't start reading <laughs> okay. New York Times bestsellers. So number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover young adult fiction never thought this day would is come. new. It's The Becoming of Noah Shaw by Michael, oh, nope, by Michelle Hodkin. Okay. Noah and friends try to learn the reason for suicides of gifted teenagers like himself. Not at all capitalizing on the success of 13 Reasons Why. Probably not. This came about on its own. Totally separate. Has nothing to do. Nothing. They wrote this and then they were somebody was like, hey, this reminds me of 13 Reasons Why. And they're like, oh, what's that? Should I, should I watch that or something? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a, it's a young adult book. But yeah. like, oh, I hadn't, hadn't heard of it. Also interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Uh, number nine. No, I made that up. That, oh, that was a hypothetical oh, situation. Oh, I totally believed you. Is Susie Kurtz in that? <laughs> and 13 Reasons Why? Yeah. I don't know. She could be. She yeah. could play like the grandma. I'd buy her as Kate Montgomery's mom. Why not? Who's Kate Montgomery? Well, she's the mom in thir- It doesn't <laughs> matter. Go on. Uh, number nine, All the Crooked Saints by Maggie Stifada. I like that. I like that title. Stifada? All the Crooked Saints. All the Crooked Saints. Yeah. The Soros family. Uh, Sorius. Sorus makes it sound like a dinosaur family, which would be sweet. Yeah, it would be. The Sorius family have the ability Not to... the mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of early 90s TV <laughs> shows that I watched... <laughs> Uh, family have the ability to perform miracles for pilgrims to Bichararo. Bico? Stop. Okay. Number eight, War Cross by Mary Lou. Marie Lou. Hey, hey, hello, Mary Lou. (laughs) Uh, Goodbye, heart. Uh, Number seven, Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. He wrote the Miles Morales Spider-Man book. Oh, yeah. Hey. It wasn't very well written. Well, kind of a dead welcome back to long ways a clunker oh yeah yeah well you can trade your clunkers yeah. in for a car d-o-a if you know what i mean d yeah d-o-a dead on arrival <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a that's a foo fighter song oh okay you want me to sing it maybe okay it's hey. a shame we have to die my dear no i didn't i didn't okay. want it i didn't want that all right well nobody's getting out of here alive all right number six new this week uh nick gunning himself will be so excited to hear about this jason siegel and kirsten miller's other world okay other world other jason siegel oh yeah i did oh my gosh yeah jason siegel and kirsten miller who wrote the nightmare trilogy which i really enjoyed yeah he did Simon investigates a virtual reality game that his friend Cat may become trapped inside of forever. Oh, no. Yeah, that'd be bad. Number five, One of Us is Lying by Karen M. McManus. Number four, The Hate You Give. 37 weeks on the list, falling fast. Now. Growing strong. Yeah. Uh, by Angie Thomas. Number three, The Book of Dust. I burped. I, I, and I didn't want to make a deal about it. I didn't say anything. Well, everybody saw what you just the face you just no made. No one can see. Oh, no, that's right. Uh, the Book of Dust by LaBelle Sauvage. Mm-hmm. So this is the Dark Materials author, uh, Philip Pullman. Philip Pullman. Yeah. Uh, number two, new this week, Renegades. Uh, they haven't made their treat for a bounty. Hmm. That's a stick song, Renegade. Wow. Oh, mama, I'm in fear. What you gonna, I don't know. Gonna... I don't know it. Okay. What's the stick song that everybody knows? Renegade? Oh, yeah. Sail Away. Yeah. Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Lorelai? No. Lady 95. Is that the one where they're like, no. Okay. Then no, I don't know. Okay. It. What about too much time on my hands? Is that the one where they were like, come sail away? No. Come sail away. <laughs> oh. Uh, Renegades by Marissa Mayer. Cinder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've read Cinder. Uh, teams. Of read and enjoyed Cinder. Nice. Book one of the Lunar Chronicles. Luna Chronicles. Luna Chronicles. Yeah. Have you read them all? Just the first two so far. How many are there? Four. Oh. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, so Renegades by Marissa Mayer is at number two. Teams of super beings, Ooh. the renegades and the anarchists clash for control well, of yeah. Gatlin City. Obviously. Yeah. Gatlin City. Yeah. That's sign. I, I bet what we're going to find out. It's Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and they're all going to Dollywood. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a nice resolution. Yeah. They make up and they're like, let's <laughs> go to Dollywood. Yeah, sure. She's like, come on, y'all. You didn't like it? I guess I thought there'd be more. Oh. Because that could be anybody. It. Really? Anybody? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you're a big fan of Dolly Parton? One of us is lying. <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, I like Dolly Parton. Yeah. Not a big fan. Jolene. Applejack. Pretty uh-huh. good. Joshua. Are Islands these, in the Stream. These are songs. These are songs. Okay. Yep. Uh, just sounded like maybe like her sons and you were just yeah, her sons of her lineage. <laughs> Applejack Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Applejack. <laughs> Your mom was waiting. All right. Number one, five weeks on the list, Turtles. All the way down by go. John Green. A uh, lot of critical acclaim being uh, heaped upon this book, except from our own All the Book Show, Nick Gunning. This just in, overplayed. Whoa. But if you're a fan of John Green, uh-huh. we do have a signed copy, right, Eric? Yeah, where uh, teens can come into the library, check a book out, and they'll be able to enter their name in for a signed copy of John Green's. Turtles all, all the, way, the down, way down, and you won't have to deal with Nick Gunning's uh, bad attitude about it. Oh, we'll, no, we'll I'll be there. Far I will be there, and I'll yeah. be like, oh, really? <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Uh, hey, was that your Alfred impression? <laughs> no, it was way too nuanced. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we disagree about Alfred. I like Alfred in Justice yeah, you like League. Alfred. Yeah. I like Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Yep. I would watch a whole movie of him just doing that like throughout I, his day. I feel like I did. If he was like shopping... And uh, Bruce Wayne was like, hey, can we get some apples? He's like, I oh, I feel more like he, apples. Just, he just brings nothing to the table as Alfred versus mm. like everyone else who's ever played Alfred. Like who Michael Caine. Ha- who has like, like Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> I failed you. I'll have a very specific dream. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> wow. Some people. Michael Caine, star of Jaws 4, The Revenge. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to be on the... Hey, hard- can, I, can I tell you the great quote about yeah, Michael Caine? Yeah, go ahead. You love telling this story. <laughs> I do. All right. I read an interview with Michael Caine where somebody asked him about Jaws 4, and he was like, oh, I've never seen it. I heard it's a terrible film, but the house you bought is lovely. <laughs> great. He's a pretty funny guy. Good for you, Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Uh, all right. So this is the top 10 hardcover fiction for adults. The one you've all been waiting for. Yeah. You think so? Maybe. All right. Number 10, Uncommon Type by Tom Hanks. It's fallen. It's at number 10. Yeah. It's not staying much longer, I don't think. Tom Hanks. What about him? Nothing. America's Sweetheart. I know he is. The Burbs. The Burbs. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Number nine. Anybody's going to get him. In This Moment by Karen Kingsbury. A lawyer defends a public high school principal who starts an after-school Bible study program. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That will go well. Yeah. That would go over well. No one will have a problem with it. Number eight, The House of Unexpected Sisters. <gasps> the house that Jack built. Oh, what did you say? 
The House of Unexpected. Oh, let's both say the title at the same time. You ready? The House, House of, of the Unex- Rising Sun. Sisters. Oh. Alexander McCall Smith. Oh, I During know an investigation, Precious yeah. way. Thank you. Encounters a man from her past and a nurse who has her last name. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Wait, is she the Unexpected Sister? Maybe. You think I'm great. <laughs> I'm not that far in the book and you ruined it for me. Did I really? No. <laughs> I just read the summary. No, she was sort of like, oh, I know your father. And I was like, look out. But oh. who knows where it's going to go? Hey, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just I'm just reading the information put in front of me, man. Okay. Number fine. seven, new this week, every breath you take. Every move you make, every bond you break, I'll, I'll be, be watching, watching you. you. Are, is, was that, are we doing the police version or is that uh, the P. Diddy version from the 90s? I was doing the police. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, number seven. Oh, wait. I already said that. Mary Higgins Clark and Alifer Burke. Back with the... What is this? What is this series? Lori Moran yeah. investigates the murders of a wealthy widow who was pushed under from suspicion. the roof of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Okay, this is one of the under suspicion yeah. novels. Yeah. So the the plot of these books is there's a TV what? show where they uncover cold cases. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey. And I actually really enjoyed the I think I've read I read the one that's just by Mary Higgins Clark that spawned right. these this spin-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read maybe the first two and they're pretty good. They're very there's not much to them. You right. know, they're the kind of books where you just sort of sit down and everybody's like, how dare you, sir? How dare you? And then mm-hmm. the big twist. Right. So, uh, Why is a wealthy widow on the roof of the Museum of Art anyway? Do you think needs, somebody told her there was going to be art up there? Needs some air. Oh, yeah. Needs a little air, well, probably. Maybe out. she's a smoker. Just go out the door. Maybe she's the a toker. Door. Okay. Maybe she's a midnight. And a joker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, The Noel Diary by... Richard's Paul Evans, Look who's out. basically the godfather of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> what? Man, I, got, I wish you guys could see that. Nick even did, like, the hand gestures of his Marlon Brando impression there. He, he couldn't really reach. That good people, Cloud. They wish to be. No, that's a different... Oh, different Marlon Brando? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Krypton. Yeah. Uh, all right. A romance writer delves into a stranger's past when his estranged mother leaves her extremely stuffed house to him. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of adjectives. No, no, no! I couldn't eat another bite. Please, house. <laughs> I'm extremely stuffed. <laughs> Number five, tight. Wait, what was that? What's that called? The Noel Diary. That's the Noel Diary about the kid, the guy with the overstuffed house. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, okay. I have a cousin named Noel. Does she have a diary? Is it about an overstuffed house? Maybe. Does she listen? Uh, maybe. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> What about your cousin Brianna? She's still listening. I think so. Hey Brianna. Hey Brianna. Do we call her Bree? Do we ever do I that? I call her Bree. Yeah. Do you? Hey Bree. We used to call her Breezy. What's up, when girl? We, were, we used to call That's her. That's not a flirtatious. Uh, I didn't mean a flirtatious. Yeah, just... she's married. She just got married. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. That was a long time ago. Well, <laughs> uh, number five, Typhoon Fury by Clive Cussler oh. and Boyd Morrison. Yeah. Juan Cabrillo chases a Filipino insurgent during a megastorm. Oh my gosh! <gasps> a geostorm? No, not a geostorm. Is Gerard Butler in this? No. Oh. No, no. I, a megastorm is about... Then it has a chance. Oh. Yeah, that, that Geostorm had no chance against Gerard Butler. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Geostorm. <laughs> and then your parents. <laughs> he was going to kill it by singing songs from Phantom of the Opera. Oh, my word. Music <laughs> of the night. I wish I could do a thick Scottish accent while singing <laughs> to, sh- to give people an example. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. Uh, number four, Two Kinds of Truth by Michael Connolly. I... I think there's only one. No, there's the truth. Yeah. And then there's the true, true. Huh. The true, true, if you remember, is from Cloud Atlas. Oh. With Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks. Yes, a type Hey, you of... know what? 
page to screen, you sly fox. <laughs> Number three, Origin by Dan Brown. Still haven't read it. No. Which is another Tom Hanks page to screen series. Oh my gosh. They're never going to make an Origin movie, though. No, I can't imagine. Do you think they'll make a TV show with <laughs> Colin Hanks? Yeah, with Colin Hanks. Yeah. Yep. How do you feel about Colin Hanks? Have we ever talked about Colin, Colin Hanks? Colin Hanks? Yeah. I I have no feelings about Colin Hanks. Does anybody have feelings about when Colin you Hanks? Watch, when you see something has Colin Hanks in them, are you more like, oh, Colin Hanks? Or are you like, oh, Colin Hanks? Uh, I just, I, it's like it's like white noise to me. I don't know. Wow. I liked, I liked the great Buck Howard. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. Yeah. How do you like King Kong? I've never seen Peter it. Peter Jackson's King Kong. I haven't seen He's it. He's not really in it that much. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen it. It's, so. it's not his story. Oh. <laughs> he was also with Jack Black in what? Orange Orange County? That's true. Huh. I didn't... Yeah. They've okay. been in movies together. All right. They're they're the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan of their generation, maybe. Colin Hanks and Jack Black? Yeah, and Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, number one, new this week. Do you know what it is? Um. Oh, I do, but I can't. The Midnight Line yeah, Jack Reacher. by yep. Lee Child. Yep. Jack Reacher tracks down the owner of a pond West Point class ring and stumbles upon a large criminal yeah. enterprise. What the? Yeah. That's classic Jack Reacher. He just finds something. I'll help like, you find your class he's ring. like, what's going on? And then he gets yeah. right in the thick of it. Like, oh, can you put your address down? No address. The grossest part about Jack Reacher is how he just like only has one pair of underwear. And at night, he just like rinses it out in the sink and then just sleeps naked and then gets dressed again in the morning. Listen. It's just an unnecessary fact, Listen. and it grosses me out. Is that true? It is true. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he just has like the clothes on his back. That's his whole thing. That's gross. He rinses them out every night. <laughs> he, he rinses out his underwear. Yes. What are you rinsing out? <laughs> I, I don't know. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. He just... He just wants a clean pair of drawers, so he... Well, he doesn't have them. Rings them out in the How long has he been doing this? Long enough that he was married at one point, right? No, he wasn't married. Okay, but like... A long time. I mean, he gets new underwear occasionally. He just only has one pair at a time and a toothbrush that clips to his belt. For more on Jack Reacher, (laughs) tune in to episode 116, Spotlight on Lee Child. I used to live by uh, an exit point. Down by the river. uh, An exit point of the uh, Appalachian Trail. Okay. And hikers would come off those trails. And sometimes, while driving, I would pick up the hikers and take them to like their hotels or grocery stores or whatever. That's how Eric was murdered. Yeah. But they reeked to high heaven. Of course they did. And... But they had multiple pairs of clothes, huh. and they would shower when they... So I just want you to know that Jack Reacher reeks. Yeah, probably. He smells. Probably. And you know what else? You think it's just their clothes or just them. When those hikers open their wallets and give you cash money yeah. for whatever goods or services you're providing, it smells so bad. <laughs> the dollar bills reek so of bo this is so stupid no they'd be like can i get a okay. pizza i'm like sure can i get a five dollar bill and they give it to me and i would pass out <laughs> you would have to hold your breath this is a weird experience you're having oh yeah, well i've i've lived a an inter- fascinating life as a that's one word as a pizza cook as a yeah. janitor yeah you're a bit of a jack reacher yourself yeah that's true only you don't rinse out your underwear apparently no not 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 at the rate of jack reacher <laughs> no no all right, so. let's stop talking about Jack Reacher's Rinse underwear. Rinse out. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. I guess I'm just imagining he puts them in the I sink. I don't want to talk then, about Jack Reacher's underwear. Until yeah, they're dry. You've got it. You've got it right. Disgusting. All right. And hey, Tom Cruise wants to play him for here's, here's, ever? 
Here's an interesting dilemma. <laughs> How do we transition from talking about wringing out Jack Reacher's <laughs> underwear to talking about one of the most prestigious book awards that there is? I don't know. Not a good way? Hold on. All right. Maybe... Hold oh, on. hey, what's that? It's a non sequitur. The National <laughs> Book Award, the mission of the National Book Foundation and the National Book Awards is to celebrate the best of American literature, to expand its audience, and to enhance the cultural value of great writing in America. So started in the 50s. I've uh, been going for a long time. Uh-huh. The 50s. 50s. That's a long time. I know. I know. How old were you then? 27? I was in my late 20s. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. It yeah. was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Not not for secondhand smoke. It was a terrible time. For yeah. Everywhere you went, you were you were breathing nicotine yeah. and smoke. Yeah. A lot of tar in those nineteen fifties unfiltered cigarettes. Yeah. So yeah. dangerous time to be alive. But anyway, <laughs> uh the National Book Award has recently been announced. So we're gonna cover some of that today. Uh they had their long list that put out there, and even that's a pretty good thing because you get that little Embossed sticker. Yeah. sticker on the front that's yeah. like National Book Award long list, yeah. National Book Award final list. Yeah, if you're you that know. book on a bookshelf with other books that don't have that sticker, yeah, you look adorable. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so there was a long list, the short list, and now we have the winners. Before we dig into that, let's take a little look oh, down memory lane <laughs> and see some of the things that have happened in the past, see how they hold National up. National Book Award. Well, last year, of course, this for the. This is your life. I thought we were doing a look back. You were going to talk you. while I sing the song. I know. These are the best. So as I'm as I'm looking at these, life. even some of the uh, even some of the runners up, mm-hmm. I don't aren't things that are like really sticking around. Last year's winner, of course, was Underground Railroad. The Underground Railroad. Chugga chugga woo. The Underground woo. Railroad won Sorry. everything. Sorry, I that it yeah. won everything last yeah. year. Yeah. So good it won for best them. picture book. Yeah, and there wasn't a single illustration yep. in that. Fast fast food. Yep. Yes. Underground Railroad uh, won everything. Yeah. So anyway, um, that one I think the I think it's died down a little bit, but I mm-hmm. think that one still has a lot of uh, street cred, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of what I thought. So hey, okay. I'm not above saying yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, in years <laughs> past, we had Fortune Smiles by Adam Johnson, mm. uh, Redeployment by Phil Clay. The Good Lord Bird by James McBride. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm hearing these for the first time. Yeah. Uh, some of well, the that's how that's how marriage works, man. Interesting. <laughs> some of the runners Sorry. up maybe have a little bit more yeah. uh, familiarity. So Isn't that I, always the way? I'll give you a couple of those. So All the light we cannot see was up for it in yeah. 2014. Yeah. Station Eleven, which you loved, yeah. Emily St. John Mandel. That didn't also. win. Nope. What do you know? National Book Award. Why don't you go take a walk? Uh, Jump of Lahiri's The Lowland no. was in there. George Saunders, The Tenth of December. Uh, George Saunders, who now is, you know, basically only known for Lincoln and the Bardo. It's all anybody can think about. Uh, Dave Eggers is on here. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Ben mm-hmm. Fountain. A lot of things. A lot hey, of things here. Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk. Page to screen adaptation. That's true. Now who's the sly fox? I accept it. <laughs> uh, that was a great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen that. Oh, really? That, I didn't know you had watched it. Yeah. That and uh, Tom Hanks and Hologram for the King were both really good. Mm. Kind of made me want to read those books. Mm. Um, you. I think you might enjoy Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk. Maybe. It's good. It's got uh, uh, Vin Diesel in a supporting role, which was very surprising. Get out of town. Kristen Stewart's in that. So okay. It's a weird... Well, it's a weird... That was how you were selling me on it. No, Vin it's a Diesel weird in a supporting cast. role. It's a weird cast. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. You do uh, love Kristen Stewart these days. It's I, weird. I, I, Something I happened. Have. Yeah. Something happened in your brain while watching Twilight. No. Where most of us was like, oh, this is bad. I don't want to watch uh-huh. her anymore. And you're like, wait a minute. I think she's an indie darling. If you watch her in those indie movies, she's incredibly talented. Yeah. I stand by it. Mm. She's a great actress. She just seems like she's always 
annoyed to be there. Interesting. Mm. All right. Well, I guess what I'm looking at here is I okay. don't know that these uh, <laughs> that these really translate into... Only time will tell. You're right. Only time will tell. Even looking back, though, I don't see a lot of winners that are really... Um, Eating chicken you know. dinner. I mean, there's a couple. Okay. Uh, the Color Purple one in 83. Oh, snap. Uh, one of John Updike's Rabbit books. Rabbit is Rich one in 82. Mm-hmm. Uh, World According to Garp, John Irving. I mean, those those are ones that... Sophie's Wasn't Choice, Garp, for movie? example. Yeah, it was. Robin Williams. Oh, yep. yeah. So there, there are there are a decent assortment in here that they have stood the test of time, but yeah. I feel like, as a rule, they generally don't. At least not... That's not my take You brought up it, Robin so. Williams, and now I'm depressed. I know. I am sad whenever I think about it, honestly. Yeah. It's it's a sad it's a yeah. sad tale. Uh, what about the young adult winners? Oh, we're, we're moving? Do you see a lot in there? Oh, you want me to go over the... No, I'm just wondering if... if you know. It was interesting. So the children's books have been going since 1969. Okay. And in 1970, uh, in 1996, they I, I guess they stopped in the 80s. Could be. Um, well, it started. It it had a, had a little bit of a metamorphosis. Yeah, in 1983, the children's books, but then they started doing the young people's literature. Yeah. In 1996, and that's when you started seeing you know the more young adult stuff uh-huh. show up. So last year's winner. Was March book three, okay, the third book of the March yeah, graphic I novel think series I've only read by the first volume of that. John, John Lewis, Lewis mm-hmm. uh, Nate Powell, and Andrew Uden. Uh, let's see, Challenger Deep one in twenty fifteen by Neil Shusterman, the book nobody wants to read. Uh, Brown Girl Dreaming by Jacqueline Woodson in twenty fourteen. The Thing About Luck by Cynthia Kadoata okay twenty thirteen. Uh, let's see. The ones out of these that I've just read that seem to be standing out. Uh, 2011's uh, by Thanha Lay, Inside Out and Back Again, is a pretty regular uh, school book, I okay. believe. Uh, it gets read a lot along with... Uh, yeah, and she wrote another book. It's it's told in verse. All right. Okay. Great rip... Wait. Rip, rip, tat... Repartee. Yeah. Great repartee, Nick. Yeah. It's it kind of blunted its impact if you say that. I mean, <laughs> having to supply the word uh, for you. 2007 has the absolute true die of a part-time Indian. Okay. And that ended up on Rolling Stone's top 40 young adult books. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not seeing too much of... Um, the Too much that I recognize on the winners. I tend to like what you just did. I, I see a lot, like... In the uh, the nominees that didn't win. Okay. You know? So, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe not. Maybe not so much. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It depends on who wins this year. I guess it does. So, with that, no further ado. With, let's get Without in there. further ado. Yeah. Oh, I've said no further ado. So, it's... But nobody says it that way. Same thing. Nobody says it that same way. Thing. Nobody All right, would say that All right, let's talk about the finalists for the... Uh, I like to. A fiction prize. So, here are your finalists, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Dark at the Crossing, published by Penguin Random House, mm. Elliot Ackerman. The Leavers, by Lisa Ko. This was a pretty popular one here, as I recall. Uh, Pachinko, by Min, Lee, Min, Min Jin Lee. 
and Her Body and Other Parties, Stories by Carmen Maria Machado. Those were the finalists. And the winner, uh, we have a repeat winner here, Jessamine Ward won for Sing Unburied Sing. She won, I want to say, five, five, six years ago for Salvage the Bones. Do you, are you familiar with that one? No. Salvage the Bones, it's, I think, I think this is the one that's like a... <gasps> post-hurricane story oh and it's sort of it it kind of some people put it in ya some people put it in adults i okay. thought maybe you'd run across it before maybe we talked about uh i like we, i was gonna put this on the book club salvage the bones uh-huh. put it on the book club but uh the reviews were like it's a good book but i can't handle all the things that happened to that poor dog and i was like nope <laughs> <laughs> removed that's savage the bones salvage the bones okay. yeah yep. i like the rush album roll the bones okay not relevant, but thanks for letting me know. Can be a little relevant. Uh, anyway, so Jessamine Ward, <laughs> hey, congratulations for your second yes. win. Uh, hopefully no dogs were tortured in yeah, Sing Unburied Sing. So Sing Unburied Sing we do have in the collection here. Um, I, do you remember when this came out? The 2016. Yeah, but I mean like... No, 2017. I, I got good reviews when it came out. I don't think it was anything like I don't. Big, and it, uh, it didn't... I don't remember seeing it on the bestsellers list either. No, I don't recall it either. But that's not... That's not too surprising. Actually, the only one of these that I have seen on the New York Times bestsellers list was on the long list. Didn't make it to the short list, and that's Manhattan Beach uh-huh. by Jennifer Egan. Uh, oh, yeah. So Yeah, I remember that. Not Well, let me give you a little bit about Sing Unburied Sing here. Okay. All right. A searing and profound southern odyssey. In Jessamine Ward's first novel since her National Book Award winning Salvage the Bones. Oh, wow. So two novels back to back even. I thought maybe she had some things in between then and now, but no. Two in a row. This singular American writer brings the archetypal road novel into a rural 21st century America. Drawing on Morrison and Faulkner, the Odyssey in the Old Testament, Ward gives us an epochal story, a journey through Mississippi's past and present that is both an intimate portrait of a family and an epic tale of hope and struggle. Ward is a major American writer, multiply more multiply awarded <laughs> that's a confusing way to say that and universally lauded and in sing unburied sing she's at the height of her power so this is here in our collection and you can check it out at your leisure yeah more on the long list there that are recognizable you're okay, right yeah so our winner for nonfiction to the well, nonfiction. i will tell you first the runners-up we have Erica Armstrong Dunbar with her book Never Caught The Washington's Relentless Pursuit of Their Runaway Slave. Mm. Uh, Francis Fitzgerald's The Evangelicals, The Struggle to Shape America. Mm-hmm. David Grand's Killer of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murder and the Birth of the FBI. He wrote. No, that, this is the one you're reading. Yes. He, <laughs> that is the one I'm reading, but he wrote The Lost City of Z. Oh, yeah. Which had just got Page a movie. To screen. And, ah, on a roll. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's his thing to write weird. Uh, weirdly entertaining historical mysteries. I guess so. I was I was intrigued by the concept of uh, Lost City of Z, but I yes. did not get into that book. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, you have a hard time with bigger words. <laughs> yeah, like bus. Yeah, that's definitely a <laughs> bus. That's such a short word, though. <laughs> it's it's almost like you were insulting me just. Do you think that's what it was? Okay. So here is your winner. Nope, you skipped one. I did. Yes. Democracy in Chains? Democracy in okay. Chains. Democracy in Chains, A Deep History of the Radical Right Stealth Plan for America. By Nancy, Nancy McLean. Yeah. Okay. Surely. And the winner is uh, Masha Gessen for The Future is History, How Totalitarianism what? Reclaimed Russia. Yeah. Uh, I think that title pretty much uh, gives it up here. But Putin's best-selling biographer reveals how, in the space of a generation, Russia surrendered to a more virulent and invincible new strain of autocracy. Mm. What do you think about that? 
Uh, well, I'm impressed that you have trouble with bus, but you were able to say audacity. Yeah, thank you. So. That's not the word, but thank what? you. What did you say? <laughs> Audacity? Uh, no, that's not it either. Mm. Let's talk poetry. Oh, we're, okay, we're done. See you later. Um, Kills of the Flower Moon has been like a bestseller. Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised because if that one had made it, it would have been like, you know, yeah. sales, recept, a critical reception and commercial right. success right. meshed. Which but I guess they don't like that. Happened. No, yeah. I guess not. Just the Underground Railroad. Right, yeah. Yeah, that was a rare one where it swept everything. Yeah. You don't see that too often. So looking now to poetry. Looking now to and poetry. Actually, I don't think any of these were really on my radar. Um, do you have a, even do you have a poetry list, radar? But, well, I mean, not a huge one. Yeah. It doesn't have a long range. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the finalists were Leslie Harrison for The Book of Endings, Laylee Long Soldier and Whereas, when? Shane McRae oh. in The Language of My Captor, Dennis Smith, don't call us dead. And you do, so stop. I do? Don't call them dead. Oh, okay. Don't. Uh, and the winner, uh, you want to do it? Go ahead, Eric. Oh, me? Announce that winner. Oh, Frank Bidart's Half Light, Collected Poems, 1965 to 2016. Interesting. Yes. I don't, it doesn't seem like... Poetry like is retro- that interesting? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like w- retrospective collections yeah. i don't know that they're often in there we need to get somebody who likes poetry and sees its well, value hard and get them on the show to talk about poetry because i feel like i bashed it every chance i get <laughs> and we're well, stop doing that but i can't help it people are like hey do you like poetry i'm like i don't i hate it i you know i guess it's just for me it's a different I don't know. It, it, you have to, I think, like get used to mm-hmm. sitting down and being like, I'm going to experience this. <sighs> like, it's not just a sit down or read situation. Yeah. I mean, you really have to focus on it and like mm-hmm. try to immerse yourself in it. So, I found usually when I do, when I do, when we have a visiting poet or in right. April for Poetry Month, they try to read some collections. Um, I find when I do that, that it's not every single one. You know, I don't right. sit down and like everyone, I'm like, oh, yes. But I usually come across a couple that really sum up something that speaks to me. Right. You know, but it's kind of the exception. Yeah. You know, I'm not I, I, like you. I'm not like, oh, great, a new collection of poetry. I'm going to sit down and read it. Like me. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying it, we're, we're similar in that way. That <laughs> right. Neither one of us feel that way. Yeah. But I do find things in it. I Yeah. So yeah, anyway. I'm just the wrong audience. I mean, I I call the Resident Evil movies poetic. Yes. So yes, you do. You're, that you're was not right. So anyway, <laughs> Half right. Light encompasses all of Bedard's previous books and also includes a new collection, Thirst, Ooh. in which the poet austerely surveys his life, laying it plain for us before venturing into something new and unknown. Here, Bedard finds himself a creature, uh, oh, conterminous. I don't know what that means. With thirst, oh, yeah. still longing, it's still a type searching of in himself. <laughs> One of the queers of the universe. Visionary and revelatory. Queries. Intimate and unguarded. What? Uh, Bedart's collected works are a radical confrontation with human nature, a conflict eternally renewed and reframed, restless line by restless line. So that's odd. I mean, it's a collection of several books yeah. put together. I wouldn't... I don't know. I, mm. I'm surprised that that would be... The uh, winner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. No, it doesn't. Unless well, he look. hasn't won any. Yes, that could be. Yeah. Well, let's move on to... And it's a Lifetime Achievement Award. But maybe it's the not. The Young Adult. Okay. 
Young adult section. Uh, okay, I'm going to read the five that were actually on the long list that didn't make it to the short list because I'm very surprised because Long Way Down has gotten a lot of play yeah. by uh, Jason Reynolds, and yeah. so did Orphan Island by uh, Laurel Snyder. But Angie Thomas is the hate you give. Didn't even make it to the short list. Oh. And that seems kind of crazy to me. Huh. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I would assume it would, too. It. I I mean, unless they were just like, no, everybody's read it. Uh-huh. So is it the man booker that's their job is to get books that people missed? To man bring booker. attention? Man booker, yeah. It's a little bit more like, okay. this is, it doesn't matter like how it did sales-wise, what its reach was. It's like, part of the purpose is to raise awareness of a book. Right. Yeah. Okay, so National Book Award is not quite that. Then I don't, I don't. I guess I don't get why the National Book Award is so against. I don't books that do well. I don't know. I mean, I think there is sort of a prejudice against things that are popular. Ugh. I think you right. know that's something that people have to like work to get out of their minds. But I don't know. I mean, there's a panel of judges that go through things and yeah. narrow it down for whatever reason. All right, it does seem like you know something that's been on the. Best sells well, yeah, for something that's weeks. clearly like speaking to people and reaching yeah. an audience and topical. Would yeah. Give it a little bit more of a push, but I don't. All right. Know. Well, the finalists for the Young People's Literature Award were Elena Arnold's "What Girls Are Made Of," Erica L. Sanchez's "I Am Not Your Perfect and Your Perfect Mexican Daughter," Rita Williams Garcia's "Clayton Bird Goes Underground," and Ibby Zaboy's "American Street," and the winner was Robin Benway's Far From the Tree. Yeah, I would swear that's the first time I've heard of this book. They're, this is the first time I've heard of lots of these books, but they're now all on order for oh, our good. library. So. Good. But we've had, we have uh, multiples of the ones that didn't make the shortlist. So mm. maybe I just got bad taste. Well, I mean, no. they're, they're never here because yeah. they're so popular. Uh, Did, was Far From the Tree, was that one that you had your eye on? Or no, that's one total, I had to order. Total surprise. Today, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm right with you. I didn't so, see it either. Uh, we already had I'm Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter and Clayton Bird and The Hate You Give Orphan Island Long Way Down. Um, do you have the synopsis there? Would you like me to read it? Uh, do you have it open? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Far From the Tree, a contemporary novel about three adopted siblings who find each other at just the right moment. Being the middle child has its ups and downs, but for Grace, an only child who was adopted at birth, discovering she is a middle child is a different ride altogether. Mm. After putting her own baby up for adoption, she goes looking for her biological family, including Maya, her loudmouth younger uh, biological sister, who has a lot to say about their newfound family ties. Mm-hmm. And Joaquin, their stoic older biological brother, who has no interest in bonding over their shared biological mother. So there you go. Yeah. Interesting premise. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot to mine in that. And it won. And we will have it here shortly. Yeah. I feel like for our purposes, Uh uh, the Goodreads Choice Awards are the ones that like have the most impact on what we do. Yeah, the the Goodreads Awards are more of the books that if we get, people are going to check out. Yeah, the National Book Awards seem like the books we should have. Right. Yeah. uh, Exactly. And sometimes there's the intersection, like Hate You Give and uh, Perfect Mexican Daughter, Mm -hmm. and one of the other books was on the uh, the Goodreads Choice Award. Yeah. Well, Sing Unburied Sing is a is a finalist in the Goodreads Choice Award. So so. and didn't an Underground Railroad won. Yeah, it won both Goodreads Choice Award. So sometimes they intersect. But yes, in terms like I definitely. Uh, looked at the Goodreads Awards like, oh crap, what, what ones don't we have? Yeah, we see, actually had a lot of them. Bedart's collection is not even in the in the nominees yeah. for Best Poetry. So, yeah. so what do you, you know, know, National Book Award? It happens. Probably a lot. You're probably yeah. better read than me. Probably, probably a good. Do you think they are a good lot? Better read than you? Yeah, more well read. Uh, 
Probably. The, well, all the, the judges? The judges for the National Book Awards? Yeah, probably. All of them? All, every single one of yeah. them is more well-read than you? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Okay. You're pretty well-read. Thanks, right. bud. Thanks uh, a lot. Like, I can't find a Star Trek book that you haven't read. Yeah, I read them all. <laughs> so I read them all. It's tough. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I like Wait. how you backed into that insult. That was pretty good. I thought you were being nice, and then you were like, you like Star Trek books. So It wasn't an insult. Props to... <laughs> Props for that that sneaky, sneaky <laughs> little well, there. I'm a sly little fox. While we're talking about the hey, Goodreads... I want to take back the little part. I'm just a sly fox. Nope, you said little. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, mentioning the Goodreads Choice Awards, we're going to be covering those shortly because the final round ends in just six days. So if you haven't voted already, go to goodreads.com, cast your vote, and we will be covering these as they come out. <laughs> Live. And probably... Doing some ordering. Yeah. Are you, I don't think we have all of those. Well, unless you're in charge of young adult and juvenile fiction, then nope. you did pretty good. You this got year. all of them. Good for yeah. you. Good for um, you. I have read all of the Best Picture Books nominees. I'll tell you congratulations. that. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Are you excited to go live on the scene to the red carpet of the Goodreads Choice Awards? Yeah. yeah, I'll be there. So, yeah. yeah Nick, man on the street. Yeah, Nick will be. Yeah, me and Naomi Shihab and I are going to cover those. That's not true. I don't want anybody to get excited. Yeah, That's no, not it's true. It's just going to be Nick. Just me alone. Just me alone. I'll give her a call. We'll see. It's rough because you have to ask the authors. Like the same questions they've been asked, yeah, down the whole carpet the whole yeah, entire time. It's true, yeah, it's true. I'll ask total oddball questions. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like if you were to own a bakery, uh-huh. what do you think would be your best-selling thing? Yeah, and then who knows what they're gonna say? Yeah, maybe they've got thoughts on it. Yeah, could be very revealing. Yeah. Cornbread, mine would be cornbread. Cornbread. Yeah. I'd, well, yeah. that's revealing because that's weird. What? <laughs> I mean, I love cornbread, but yeah. you don't think about you're gonna go into a bakery and get cornbread. That's good cornbread. What about cornbread uh, with blueberries in it? Really? I don't know. That sounds weird. I just made it up. <laughs> I th- I think that that should stay in your imagination because right. I, I don't see that taking off. Okay. But would you put blueberry jam on corn on the cob? No. Hmm. That's a terrible idea. Is it though? Why are we talking about your I'm... cornbread recipe? <laughs> that being said, if you want to make chili and cornbread, I'll be at your house anytime. That's true. I've never made uh, cornbread to go with my chili. I love that. But I make a mean chili. You do make a mean chili. Thanks. Good for you. Good for you. Well, you can find information (laughs) on uh, the current books as well as past winners, past nominees, the process of what they do at National Book Foundation, uh, which is nationalbook.org. So -hmm. you can find them. You can also find them at the same place on Twitter or Facebook. So if you want to look into that a little bit more, there is a fount of information there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think chili would be better with root beer or Coca-Cola? Like, which one would you want to add into the actual chili? Oh, Coca-Cola. You think so? Yeah, root beer's worried. got a different kind of sweetness. Yeah. I'm worried I about what it. would happen to the Coke. Root beer has like a vanilla flavor. You don't want that. Yeah. You, don't you want probably that. don't want the Coke in there long I though. love Coca-Cola cake. Have you ever had that? No. Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Let's talk library news. Yeah. What do you got coming up? Oh, boy. Well, Christmas. Yeah. We're, well, Christmas is a go this year. Good. Yep. So good, uh, good. December 25th, yep. that's going to be pretty yep. great. And we will be closed just on Thursday the 23rd for Thanksgiving. So later this yeah. week we'll be closed. Show up on Friday. Uh, well, what else are we doing? We're, we've got Despicable Me 3, yep. December 8th. We've got Teen Anime Club every Wednesday uh, at 530. Uh, basically, all December, except for the 27th. Well, actually, we'll probably be open then. Who knows? We will be open. Yeah. yeah we'll be open. Um, we've got uh, our Teen Lofter open. And actually, Despicable Me is our last movie of the year then. And then we're into January. Mm. 
Uh, yeah. Last your last two after, movies. Yeah, we've we've got a few different things yeah. going on. Uh, our next movie is the Senior Citizen Matinee, which is two o'clock on the twenty eighth. We're showing grumpier old men. Yes. So it's even Thanksgiving themed. Yes. So that's perfect time. The darker, for that. grittier sequel. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, we've got the Nutcracker coming up in December. We're excited about that. Andover Ecumenical Choirs coming back December 11th. Um, next week, also, we have uh, Tai Chi, which will be our fourth year. Tai Chi. Uh, partnering with the Confucius Institute and Alfred. It'll yes. be indoors this year. It's going to be at 10 o'clock in the exhibition room on the 28th. So hope you'll join us for that. No sign-ups. Just show up. Mm. Uh, and they'll, uh, they'll run you through that. Then yeah. we have the senior matinee. And then that evening... We were uh, we received a grant from Poets and Writers to host author uh, Michael Zernecki. He'll be here at six thirty on the twenty eighth to do uh, basically an oral history sort of memoir about growing up in the sixties. Uh, he speaks all over, so I think uh, people will enjoy that. And then the following week, uh, December fifth, he's going to be doing a sort of a memoir workshop. Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to write your own memoirs or just sort of get things written down, he's got a good process for getting that going. Okay. Also, no signups. Show up at six o'clock, nice. December fifth, in the Monday Club room. How can he write about growing up in the '60s? Because if he can remember it, yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't living <laughs> in the '60s. Yeah, I'll ask him. All right, I'll tell him you've got a bone to pick with him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mister. Yeah. That's it. Just yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, well, we've got the Goodreads Choice Awards to talk about. we got like, some lonely books coming up. A lot of good stuff. So tune in next week for episode 119.